With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. From NBI Studios, this is Truth and Justice, a crowdsourced investigation in real time. I'm Bob Ross. Hey, everybody, and thanks for downloading this special Monday edition of Truth and Justice. In today's episode, we're going to pick up right where we left off yesterday. And just to warn you, if you were already annoyed by Detective LeClaire, you're going to need a stiff drink to get through this one. Among some of the highlights you're about to hear, at one point, Robert tells LeClaire that he wants to talk to a lawyer about taking a polygraph test. LeClaire tries to convince him that a lawyer will tell him no but that's only because they want their clients to remain suspects so that they can make more money. About 19 minutes in, Robert tells LeClaire that he wants a lawyer and thinks the questioning should stop, but of course it doesn't. And at the end of the interview, LeClaire makes a last-ditch effort to get the smoking gun he's been looking for by putting Robert and Christian in the same room together and secretly recording their conversation. I included the relevant portion of that exchange and cut off the audio when they start talking about video games. Just like in part one, I also edited out long periods of silence when Robert was left in the room alone. And I also want to let you know that there's something strange seems to be happening around the 12-minute mark. I put an ad break there so you know where it's at and because something just seems to be missing. It's at that point where one video file ends and the next begins. But it ends with LeClaire in the middle of a sentence talking about applying for jobs. And then it picks back up with them talking about polygraphs. I checked the transcript, and it doesn't show any conversation in between there, but Robert makes some references to things he said earlier that we never heard, so I believe we're missing a chunk of audio. And with all that being said, this is Season 12, Episode 54, Robert's 2007 Interview, Part 2. Texas Ranger James Holland is a legendary interrogator. They call him the serial killer whisperer. You can't hide those indications, and that's why yesterday I knew that he did it. But now, shocking interrogation tapes reveal how the super cop really operates. And that's why they asked me to come in, because I'm special. From something else, The Marshall Project and Sony Music Entertainment, this is Smokescreen. Just say you're sorry. Listen and follow on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. I got a few more things, Robert. Um, you're saying the shotgun you got from your uncle? Yes, sir. 
don't remember what the, you said it was a brand, was it the 1300 or? I believe it was, it's a 1300, Winchester 1300. How long have you had that? I haven't had it for very long. You can um, ask my brother Joe. Uh, it's actually his real name is Philip. Everyone just calls him Joe. Okay. You can ask him that because he. Uh, well, say it made a trouble. And just, I mean, give me. I, I've only had it for uh, no more than two months. Okay. And then uh, seven point six two. How long have you had that? Uh, I don't know. I, it was a long time. I'd, I'd say a year. Okay. Have you had it before you registered it? No. I, I got it from a uh, Big Five. Okay, so the regi registration date is the date you bought from Big Five? Yes. Okay. Has Christian ever shot your two guns? Your shotgun and your never shot. He's never shot the shotgun. He has shot the uh, Mosin-Nagin. Have you shot his weapons? Uh, I shot the, uh, the shotgun one time. When was the last time? It was when he first got it, and I that was that was a good deal of time ago. I had, so I mean, I, I guess you'd have to. I, I couldn't even say when it was. Okay. They found a holster at your house. Yes, sir. Yeah, whose holster is that? That is mine because I was hoping to get a. Uh, I was hoping to get a uh, a Glock for the uh, the class the. Uh, uh, officer training class, okay. and I mean. You know, I mean, I'll tell you, but if you want to verify, you can verify with my brother. I'm, I'm trying to uh, save a money, and, uh, well, I mean, it's really going to be his, but I'm going to use it for the class. What caliber are you looking at? Um, I, I, was, I was looking at the Glock 22. Uh, it's the, uh, the full-size 40 caliber, because it's, uh, I just heard it was just what the police officers are using now. This is a little more powerful than the 9mm, but it's... Uh, I guess it's just more, a little more powerful than 9mm, but I, I don't really know much about it. Have you ever shot a 40 caliber? No, sir. Um, Christian had mentioned something about you guys are going up to Becky's for a cookout. Cookout? When was that? When was it supposed to be? When you guys were going hiking. Really? Okay, the, I I don't I don't recall it. I really don't recall it. Uh, I have cooked out. Okay, I mean, is there something I else mean, to that? I mean, if anything, maybe that was had to do with a hike, and I, I I honestly didn't think that maybe he was supposed to go, but maybe maybe he maybe I had said that he was going to go or something, but I I don't remember anything about a cookout. Okay. Did uh, Christian's dad, you know John? Mm. You know him? I, I know pretty well. I mean, just just because he's my friend's dad, but I, okay. I mean, he said he kind of knew you pretty well. Yeah, I mean, yeah, we we watch movies and talk like that. Okay. Talk things. He was kind of under an impression that both you guys were going up there too. You thought we were actually going to go up there? You and Christian. I, where, where would he get that from? I. I don't know where you would get that impression. Okay. Was there some conversation that you guys had that maybe other people thought you guys were going to do something that you didn't actually intend to do? You know, like go up there? No, we we never had the intention of actually going there. Um, you ever heard of like pro-life Catholic ministries? Pro, you know, pro-life, you know, against abortion. 
Uh, I'm not sure if that's like a specific like group, but I for like Catholic ministries. Well, you're Catholic, yeah, and I, you know they have this people uh, yeah boycott abortion stuff like that. Yeah, well, there's this Catholic group who go around in local churches here, mm-hmm. the Catholic churches, mm-hmm. and they train the volunteers, you know, about you know. You know, pro-life, teenage pregnancies, things like that. Maybe even assist with, you know, troubled teens or things yeah. like that. Okay. I mean, you have that at your church. Uh, is yeah, there are people who are involved in it? My mom is involved in a program. It's called Magnificat. I, I don't know what all that consists of, but some of these, some of this organization is probably the main, you know, uh, diocese in the San Bernardino. You know, their groups probably come around, they pass out their business cards, they go to your church, shake your heart, you know. Mm. Um, you ever seen any of these business cards? A business card? I, I, mean, I don't know. Well, they I, say pro-life ministries on them. I, I don't recall, but I mean, I, I would imagine, maybe I have seen it, but I just don't recall seeing it. But I, I mean, just a business card, I don't know. Well, <laughs> it's just not a business card. It's You're 19 years old. Yeah. Okay. You go to college, you tell me that you've explored a career in law enforcement, you've well, taken this class. I'm taking it now, yes. Okay. So, these aren't just general questions. These are things that maybe you know the answer to or you don't. Okay. Yeah. So, if there was a business card For with me. your fingerprint on it that said Pro-Life Ministries, would there be a reasonable uh, explanation for it? It would make sense because my mom is involved in um, pro-life, you okay. know, things like that. So I, I wouldn't. It would make sense that your mom's fingerprints on it, but I'm asking you about your fingerprint. I've helped out with the different things. I've gone and uh, uh, like do little like protest things, like go stand in front of the abortion clinics and things like that. Um, I've passed out like flyers and stuff. I mean, if if a business card was part of that, then I'm not ruling out that I wouldn't have touched it. It would okay. make sense if I, my fingerprint would be on something like that. Okay. Was Becky involved in that? Pro-life? I, I don't believe so. I mean, would you have a conversation with her about it? I know we've spoken about it. I don't think she's ever like done anything that involved like stuff like that. I don't, I don't remember. So you like that want, would you give her a business card? Maybe I would. I, I mean, I, it's there's. I mean, I've got I've got things like that. that I Robert, just... Robert, you're telling me that you're kind of involved in it. Yeah, I mean, I, I wouldn't. I but, wouldn't like actively. But Becky's not. You would remember if you gave Becky a business card related to this pro-life abortion stuff. Okay. I, I don't know why I necessarily recently. Recently. Okay. I I don't know why I would have. Giving her a card like that. I really don't know why I would have. Well, I'm asking you, would you have or would you not have? I'm not saying it's something I'd never do. I mean, they... Well, certainly you would remember if you did. Well, I don't know why I wouldn't necessarily remember something like that. Why Why is that such, like, it's not like a significant event. It's just... Well, Becky's death, okay? Yeah. Becky's murder That's is pretty significant. I, but I don't know how that makes a business card a significant Well, thing. a business card about, you know, pro-life and things like that, 
you're involved in it. She's not. Okay. You would remember. Why would you give it to her? Why would I remember that specifically? I mean, it's it's a business card. You so remembered a lot of things that weren't significant about all this. Like what? All sorts of things. We've talked about things for all sorts of things that you remember calls and conversations and places. They had no significance, but you seem to remember that. I do remember that because they were significant because those were things I was questioned about before. Okay. I was never questioned about a business card before. So it's okay. not something that I would retain from a year ago. Calls and stuff. That the truth happen. you retain, not other questions. Okay, other questions and answers. Okay, that's, you know, he said, she said. The truth doesn't change. You agree with that. Okay, the truth doesn't lies change. constantly change because it's hard to keep up with lies. Um, I'm kind of concerned with your fascination with, you know, with guns okay. and death. I mean, I've seen the posters on your wall. Yeah, and, and they video games. It's like action-type video games, and it's not necessarily an obsession with death. Well, posters, you know, the um, um, you know, the pictures, whatever. It just doesn't seem like someone who's involved in a taking law classes and things like that. I, I don't believe that in any way demonstrates a person's criminal activity because... It just shows your personality. Okay. And, yeah. and if you look at it, there are, you know, there's... You, I mean, you know, you've seen, like, pictures and stuff and videos of people who are in the Marines who go in there, you know, you hear them, you know, hoo-ah, but then they're kneeling in front of, you know, the chaplain or whatever. They're religious, but then they're still there to do something that a lot of people aren't willing to do. So I don't think that they're... You know, you can be faithful to God and, you know, you know, like things that have to do with death, like the Marines and stuff like that. So I don't see how that demonstrates any kind of malintent. That just doesn't make sense to me. I'm not saying a religious person can't be in the armed forces. Okay. I mean, the Marines aren't about death, are they? Well, what is it they do? They're... Uh, you know, I mean, you hear all sorts of things, you know, like God sort them out and stuff like that, different, like, slogans. I mean, what, they're the armed forces. What, what do they use the their arms for? for well, know. how long has the armed forces been around? You know, many, many years. As long as yeah. arms have been around. And, and the wars have been small and few in between. Okay. okay. I mean, people have been in the military and never gone to war. Okay. Okay. Not even talking about killing people, just gone to war. Okay, so many people. So being in the armed forces isn't about death. Okay, most of the people never even seen death. Okay, and if you take out the present war, you would have a good percentage of these people who never been involved in death or seen death. Okay, so I'm, I'm just getting at your personality with. What I can see in your room, okay. If you're a job applicant for a police department, and they are coming over to. Lucky Land Casino asking people, "What's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky?" Lucky in line at the deli, I guess. Aha, in my dentist's office. 
More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. So if you could take a polygraph, and that would convince me that you're not involved, that would be something you would do. I think that that's something that I could do. But like I said, I I would consider legal advice before yeah. like taking that step because I don't know the ins and outs of different things. Yeah, well, I would tell you, any attorney who would represent someone would tell them not to take a polygraph. Okay? Why and I'll tell you why? why. Well, let's see. Every attorney represents their client, right? Mm. Not because they don't think they're guilty, but that's just their job, you know? I have to defend this person because that's the job. They don't defend innocent people or guilty people. They just defend defendants, okay? They don't care if they're guilty or innocent. That's not part of their job description. Their job description is to defend them the best they can, okay? So an attorney, so a private attorney works for income. If they don't get income, they have no job. So what they need to do is, first of all, in order to get income, I need to get clients, and I need to bill people for my services, okay? And most attorneys I know would tell their client not to take a polygraph test because you might be guilty, and you're gonna, you know, yeah, but then be found out. But what if he thinks he's innocent? It's like, oh, well, that would be his job right there. Because then, if he could take the polygraph test and pass it, then wouldn't that, uh, you know, that just clear him? That, that's, that's my opinion. That's that's, that's my belief too. So you may have the same belief. So why wouldn't he tell someone to do that if they were, if he really thought they were innocent? Because the attorney. When I have this person as a client no more, okay? Because this guy would be on his way, and the police would be looking for someone else, and this guy just lost his client. Hey, Robert is no longer a suspect in Becky Freely's murder. Therefore, I'm not getting paid. Therefore, I need to move on and find another client. Am I a suspect? Would you, would you consider me a suspect in the murder? Yes. Why was it that uh, Christian's dad was told that, like... We're not we, talking we about were, Christian. I, I, did, I, did, about I didn't say Christian. We're talking about I, Robert Papp. Okay, that's paid. But I feel this conversation is just moving towards a, like, hostile tone, and I, I don't appreciate being taken from my house when I would have voluntarily given up 
my fingerprints and my uh, you know DNA cheek sample or whatever, and I missed an interview, I would have a job now. I have no income right now. I mean, of course, it's not so much of a big deal since I'm living with my mom, but I, I just feel that it was a little unnecessary. I thought Becky Friedley's tragic death was significant in your life. That was significant. Well, it is. It is significant. Why? What? What says that that's not significant? You, you, you just, I, I, you just turned the page and thought some other things in life were significant. Why Christian's dad said this? Who cares about what he said? Let's talk about Robert. because someone had told someone he spoke with said that Christian and I weren't suspects. But it seems pretty obvious we are. When was that? Uh, you can ask him. I don't remember exactly when it was, but well, someone had... He's not here, so I'm asking him. When was that? Today? Yesterday? It was um, some... Uh, maybe about four months ago. Okay, well, things have changed in four months. Have they changed that 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 much? They're, they're really focused on... Were the police in your house four months ago? They weren't. I, I don't yeah. know what... Were you were you taken from your house four months ago? I wasn't taken from your okay, house. Okay, so would you say things have changed in four months? That's what I'd like to know. What I'd like to know what has changed, and I'd ask that, and I, I don't know what's going on. Okay, well, I'm a person who collects information. I'm not in the business of giving information. I've Things have changed, and things constantly will move forward. Okay. Okay. And, and while, while I'm giving I, you an opportunity to show your truthfulness to me, okay, and if you want to take a polygraph test and pass the polygraph test, then that will show your truthfulness. Really? Okay. Well, the other thing is if you look at the other side of the coin, when you, I mean, consider that, uh, you know, an attorney's only goal is to be like defending and making money. Well, obviously, you know, isn't that saying that your only goal is to try to, like, make someone look guilty so that, you know, maybe you can... My only goal better. is to find the truth. The facts. Okay? I get paid the same whether crime gets solved or doesn't get solved. Not all crime gets solved. No one... I don't need clients. I don't depend on different people. Okay? I can work 100 cases in a year and get paid as the same person who makes who handles two cases okay, a year. Just like the people in the military. You know? They get paid the same whether they're standing on a flight line guarding an airplane or in Cuba guarding a camp. Okay? So my job is to get the facts. Okay? To find out who was involved. Okay? and present a case to the district attorney's office. Okay. My job is to find out the people who aren't involved and exclude them as suspects. Okay. I've not rushed to judgment. Okay. This has been 12, 13 months. Okay. I want to call this a rush to judgment. Okay. I have no time frame. Look how young I am. I don't look like I'm retiring anytime soon, right? I wouldn't say you are. Okay. The just, point, point I'm making is it just seems like it's moving towards more of a, a you know hostile tone, and I I just feel like I would feel more comfortable seeking some sort of legal advice. Not you just, can not do just, whatever you want, Robert. Okay. 
Yeah. Well, then that, that's uh-huh. what I'm saying that I want to do. Okay. And you'll be able to... You can do that. I mean, and then as, as even concerning the vice, you know, my, my mother told me, I was just saying, you know, obviously, you know, talk to someone. If you're going to talk to police, you know, just have someone there just to, you know, talk with you because obviously they know more than you do and you don't want to say, you know, maybe something stupid for whatever reason. Sure. And then, but even, even with that advice, I had continued to, um, you know, speak with detectives. I went in that, you know, the, that day, the day after what had happened, I came in here and spoke with Detective Michaels on. Well, why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't I? Yeah, because yeah, I, I mean, would, you're Becky's friend. Yeah, Becky and I, and I would like to put in whatever advice. Do you have something to hide? I don't have anything. To Therefore, hide. You, but I feel that it's just moving. It's just moving towards just a hostile tone, and I feel that I would. Do you I would feel more to... comfortable with speaking with someone else before this continues. Okay. So I would appreciate if you know if I if you want the DNA sample, that's fine. But I think this conversation should be about over. Okay, and you're right. It is almost over. And I was being honest with you before about when you asked about the polygraph and the attorneys and stuff like that. I'm sure you contact any attorney in the phone book and ask their advice, and they'll tell you, "Well, heck, don't take a polygraph test. Why? Why would you do that?" Make the cops find out you're guilty. Don't go in and take a polygraph test and fail. You know, make it easy for them. The only people who go in and take a polygraph test are the people who are innocent. People who, you know, want to clear their names. You know, people who don't want the police showing up at their house. You know, those are the type of people who want to go in and take a polygraph test. You should see how many people have taken polygraph tests uh, during this investigation. Okay? You know what all they're doing right now? Well, they ain't here. You know, I can't tell you what they're doing because it's not my concern. They're moving on with life. Okay? Robert's life? Well, kind of in limbo right now. I understand that. Okay? You told me earlier that you would do whatever is in your power. Well, this is in your power. So why are you taking a step back? I'm not saying that I'm not going to take a polygraph test. I never, I never said that. Okay. You want to go talk to your people. Okay. So you talk to your people, and what do you think? You I come back I, and I, will call me I, tomorrow. I think that I will just I'll talk to them. I don't know how it's going to go. Well, I'll tell you how it's going to go. Don't say it. Don't do it. So if they told you not to do it, what would you do? I, I would, it's not just going to be like, oh, should I do this, yes or no? There's obviously going to be, you know, steps or, you know, it's like, well, why wouldn't I do that? You ask the attorney, hey, like uh, they want me to take a polygraph. And he would, the attorney's not going to ask you a bunch of questions. He'll say, no, don't take a polygraph test. You know that. You've already consulted along that line, right? Mm-hmm. And you got that answer. Okay. Did you ever ask? Ask this person next time. Well, why shouldn't I? Why, why shouldn't I? I would like what to. if I want to exclude myself? What if I want to exclude myself? If this excludes me, shouldn't I take it? I, I will be sure to ask him. I would like to, to explain it in detail. Alright, let me get my uh, stuff so I can take your DNA. Okay.
Okay, there's two uh, cotton swabs in here. Okay, all you're going to do is take this by the stick. It's like a giant Q-tip. You're just going to stick it in your mouth and rub it in your cheek. It's just going to collect your saliva, and that's uh, you know for DNA. And you're just going to hand it back to me. Are you both of them or just one? Just one at a time. Stick it down with the uh, cotton down. And you're going to do the same one with that on the other side. After you called Sacred Heart that night when you were driving over there and then you guys went back to Christian's house, is there a particular place where you can say that you never got to? Uh, I didn't get to. I couldn't say when I get to a certain place because I wasn't... Like, let me, I wasn't, let me I give wasn't. you an example. So you understand the question. You came from your house to Palm Desert Station today. Okay. okay. We know that you didn't get to Cook Street today. Okay. okay. You didn't get to um, Indio. Okay. Um, you didn't get to um, Washington and Fred Learn. You didn't get that far. Okay. You got as far as, you know... Um, Fred Waring and San Pablo. That's where we're at. Okay. We're at the corner of San Pablo. Okay. Behind COD. Okay. San so Pablo, assuming Fred I'm taking like 111 or something, I couldn't have gone past. Uh, was it, it's Cook and Fred Waring, right? Cook is the is the street that runs north and south that uh, connects to Sacred Heart. Because I know Fred yes. Waring is the side street. So okay. assuming Cook Street is the street that runs north and south with it, I suppose I, I that would have been the furthest I could have gone. So I couldn't have gone anything past two Cook Street. So you're saying the furthest you got was to Sacred Heart? I didn't get to Sacred Heart, but I would say if I was being able to take 111, okay. Cook Street, like I wouldn't have gone past. I, I don't believe we turned on to Cook Street. Okay. And Sacred Heart's on Fred Waring and Cook. Okay. You know where Cook is? Way, you know where Palm Desert High School is? I I don't know Palm Desert that well. No, I'm not really completely sure. But Cook does cross 111, right? Right, but it's almost like the far east end of Palm Desert. Almost like to after you pass Cook Street, then you get near Washington where uh, Bermuda Dunes and Indian Wells is. Oh, it doesn't. But Cook goes with Sagrada. That's where Sagrada is. Over on Freddie Murray and Cook. And Cook. So I would say I couldn't have gotten. But if you left your house, called 411, called Sacred Heart, how far do you think you would have. How many minutes do you think it is from your house to Sacred Heart? It's not. I don't think it's too long to Sacred Heart. Well, 20 minutes? Okay. So yeah. Well, certainly you would have made a phone call more. Your phone call wouldn't have been 20 minutes long. It wouldn't have been 20 minutes long, but I didn't make the phone call immediately when we left. I, I didn't even think about the, the 411 until uh, we're a little bit into it. I mean, yeah, I forgot I had that number. I Because I, I, my service is with uh, under my mom's name, so she tells me never to use the regular 411 because I'm not sure even how much it is. But so I, I forgot I had 411. But I mean, okay. 
So your service is with Verizon. Yes, sir. Okay. And every time you make a cell phone call, it is documented. Documented. Okay. And you know what a cell tower is? Yes, I know where towers. Okay. A tower gives you a a location where you're at. Okay. Okay. So based on the triangulations of the cell towers and your phone call history. I can tell you where you were at when you made certain phone calls. Okay, and like okay. I said, I... One thing we need an explanation for is where you were at when you made a particular phone call because it's not jiving with your story. Okay. Okay? I'm, I'm not sure why it wouldn't jive with my story. It wouldn't if it wasn't the truth. Okay. Okay, remember the truth doesn't change? Okay, and I'm, I'm telling you what I remember. Okay. Unfortunately, what you remember and what happened is two different things. Okay. Okay. So we need to get rid of what you remember and find the truth. Okay. But okay. you can't just get rid of what you remember if that's what you remember. Because well, well, aside from what you remember, you there's know. nothing, really. Because if you don't remember it. Well, the truth is always there. And for some reason, people always kind of come back and remember the truth. You can remember insignificant things in your life, right? All the time you remember things that are insignificant. Okay. okay. Well, certain things, but that's why I call it insignificant, because a lot of times you don't remember. Well, no. Okay. Now we have a significant day, Robert, mm -hmm. is at the police station. Okay. Okay. Is our prime suspect for this murder. And this isn't a time to, can't recall an insignificant fact, okay? You need to think down deep inside you and start recalling some significant facts. Okay. okay? I, 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 I need an explanation on some of these places you were at. Maybe there's a reasonable explanation, okay? But until I hear it, okay, there ain't no explanation. If you want to make it reasonable, I'm all ears. Okay, yeah. but that that's as I remember. No. Don't you think you and Christian would remember the same events? I, I'd imagine we would. Okay. But then again, I'd imagine he'd remember the locations of where exactly we went better than I would since Why he was would driving. He? Because he was driving and I wasn't looking at the road. What were you looking at? I was looking at my phone. Okay, for 20 minutes? I was, I, I don't remember, like I said, it did Do you, you drive? I drive. Okay. Do you drive a car? Yeah. Do you ever talk on the phone while you're driving? Sometimes. Okay. I try not to. Yeah. A, okay, so you must be looking out the windshield at some point. So yeah, if that, you can drive it. and talk on the phone and look out the window, okay. why can't you sit in the passenger seat and do the same thing? I'm not saying I can't do that. I'm saying I didn't do that. How do you know? Because I, I I believe I would have remembered where we were going. That wasn't significant. Why would you want to remember that? You told me you can't remember insignificant things. That seems pretty insignificant, but you remember not looking out the window where you're going. Because that, that was a question that was asked of me a while ago. So where it was still fresh in my mind, that was something that was asked of me then. Well, why is it fresh in your mind now? It's been because I, this is the same thing that I'm 
that I had said before. So you remember what you said nine months ago? I believe that's what I had said. I, I okay. don't remember exactly what we were doing. Tell me what you were wearing on that day. I don't know what I was wearing that day. Well, you told me nine months ago what you were wearing. I guess you got me there because I don't. Okay. I, did, I didn't keep that one because it didn't. Uh, that wasn't something that was a significant like question. Okay. You told me other things today that you didn't tell me nine months ago. And I'm sure there's certain things that you do pick up on when you're walking out the door. Right? Exactly. You know, some, things, some things you know. That's what I'm talking about. You remember the truth. Sometimes you remember some things, and sometimes you don't remember. So, you know where Monterey is? Yes, I know where Monterey is. Okay. You know Monterey south of 111? Where does that road go? That goes up to Rebecca's house. Okay. Were you at any time on Monterey, south of Highway 111? I suppose the only way is if we turn around there. Okay. Well, why would you turn around there? You have no idea where you turned around. I don't. That's what I'm saying. I'm saying it's possible that we turn around there. I didn't say that we did. So with that in mind, you really have no idea how far you got. I, I don't know. Like I, like I said. Yeah. But the cell phone towers know. Okay. Okay. So with that in mind, your story needs to fit the cell phone records. Okay. okay. So let's say I turned around there. I, I'm, I'm not. I'm not gonna. Just because that's what the records say doesn't mean that I'm going to say that I remember it. Of course. Okay, but what if I turn around there? Or say we're driving down one of those. Well, turning around there doesn't answer the question anyways. You, I don't know, maybe we were in the right lane and uh, he, you know, couldn't make a, get into the left lane quickly. That, enough that so still doesn't breath. answer the question because I just said that. That's not the facts. What, what do you mean, because you, you just said that? I'm just giving you an example. I'm giving you an example. That if you possible. turn around at 111 in Monterey, it still doesn't jive with the cell phone records. Okay. Like I was the cell saying, phone records aren't at 111 in Monterey. They're somewhere else. Okay. I don't know where they are, but I'm, I'm telling you what I remember. Okay. You want to exonerate yourself from this investigation? Yes, I do. Okay. You need to think hard about things. Okay. Because you were the suspect in a murder, okay? I don't know too many people who get jobs after being in law enforcement or the military or anything of a similar nature who are suspects in a murder. Okay? Who will know that you're a suspect in a murder? What do you mean, who will know? Who will know? I mean, there has to be a way of people finding out. Someone who's suspect, I, I, background checked, I, I don't know. Is okay, that well, in a background check? You gotta get fingerprints, okay? And you're gonna be fingerprinted now, okay? Okay, I was fingerprinted. Okay. Yeah. So, what I'm saying is now you're linked to a murder. The only way to unlink yourself is to show me that you're not involved. 
I don't know how to show you that I okay. wasn't. I'll, I'll tell you. Okay? You contact me when you want to take a polygraph test. And you pass a polygraph. And then that will show me. So if I pass a polygraph test, I will no longer be linked to this murder. You will not be a suspect. What? But what's the difference? Will I still be linked? Well, you're not a suspect. I mean, maybe link wasn't the right word. I thought polygraph tests weren't even, like, completely accurate anyway. No, they're accurate. It's a science. They're not admissible in court. Why not if they're so accurate? If it's a science. Well, a lot of science isn't admissible in court. Okay. Well, DNA evidence is, and that's accurate. And that's a science. I, mean. I don't make the rules. I just play well. Okay. Therefore, if a polygraph test isn't admissible in court, then why would you be worried about taking a polygraph test? I'm not saying that I'm not going to take a polygraph test. No. I'm just saying, just throwing things out there. I'm not going yeah. to. I'm not going to dismiss the me taking a polygraph test. Okay. Um. You got your fingerprinted on a machine. Next. Okay. Um, did I give you that water? No. Okay, I apologize. I got a cup of water I left on the table out there. I'll get that for you. Um, do you know how much longer I would be here? I'm going to uh, ask the person who's going to fingerprint you if they're ready for you because I'm not the fingerprint person. Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This yours, right? Yeah. My keys and keys. Do you have my uh, pocket knife too? Um, uh, no, but uh, Smith and Watson. There's a bag out there I'll look at. I gotta take your picture so you can stand right here. Hey, what is the deal with that bag of ammunition? The bullets and the casings are like 38 and 9 millimeter. I've got, got all those out from where I go shooting. I just pick up, I was just collecting them. You, where, did you, where did you get them at? Thousand bombs, where I go shooting. You mean you found them? Yes. Why were you collecting those? Just a collection of just different calibers and stuff. What's the deal with that uh, the stick with the skill saw on it? That was a uh, um, uh, that was just like a something I I made just for 
the heck of it. Remember when you talked about you know your posters and, and the personality your room gets, and you looked at me like I was an idiot. I didn't look at you like an idiot. No. I understand no. where where it shows you know what what things look like. I I am interested in, but I don't think that shows that. I mean that that in no way is like a. Uh, you could never use that to kill someone because it would break so easy. It's so flimsy. I could never use that to actually kill someone with it. It was merely for looks, just like people collect things, you know, collect different, uh, like fantasy, fantasy weapons that you would never actually use to kill someone with, but it's just a habit, and it doesn't necessarily mean that... But when you, you say if I told you a lot of people collected things that were fantasy that they used in crimes... Wait, what? What would, what would I say if you said... You're telling me people don't use things like that to commit crimes. Well, I mean, I know you're an expert in crimes. Wait, how am I an expert? I'm saying that if I used that, it would break. It wouldn't. Yeah. It wouldn't work. I'm saying he couldn't use it. All right. What about the? Uh, don't you like the brass knuckles with the uh, some knives sticking out from them or something? Yeah, that's the same thing. I bet you could use it, but like it, but like that, it's it seems like those would actually break so, up. So my question I'm asking you is, um, what's your fascination with all the? The knives and the guns and the bullets. It, it's just that's just what I like. It just it just looks cool. I just you know I watch a lot of action movies and you know just things like that. You got anything to add from the things we discussed today? No, I don't. You have my number? Uh, no, I don't. I don't have. Okay, you talk this over with some of your people, okay? And you get back with me, okay? What I said makes sense to you? Yes. You know, you want to you wanna do whatever's in your power to solve Becky's murder and exclude yourself from this whole situation. Well, you know what you can do. And then again, maybe you just need to be truthful and let things lie where they may. Because this will never go away. Okay? And we're, four months ago we were nowhere. And now four months ago, or four, four months now, look where we're at. You're here and the police are in your house and you ain't looking so good. Where are we going to be in four weeks from now? Somewhere else? Yeah. Have a seat so I can arrange some transportation. Who was my mom not here? Well, someone had said that she was calling, then they said that she was actually here. I gotta find out. Let me find out from some people. And my knife, too. You what? My knife, too, if that's there.
been a uh, break in the case recently. He was, he was telling me that I guess they found something, so they they uh, swabbed me for my uh, swabbed my cheeks for DNA and fingerprinted me. And they did the How long have you been here? The clock's wrong. Yeah, yeah. Been here since ten. Yeah, same here. Ten thirty, I guess. Where were where were they like keeping you normally? Like we're getting that little cell thing. Mm-hmm. Smells like piss. <laughs> Yeah, I almost took a piss in there. Yeah, I had to pee, yeah. So, I told him nothing. What did you... It's just, I mean, it's just like the same stuff. There. I didn't say anything different. spoken with anyone like where were you your house yeah I was asleep I woke up sure sure coming to my house search for search for 10 people uh, I love motherfuckers I hear like, like I like ran out of the room like you know what's going on uh, I was like I hear like knocking the door the dogs are barking like I look outside the window and there's like one guy, I'm like, what oh, the fuck? What is this? And I thought, like, maybe that's something with like community service or something. I do community service, by the way. <laughs> and, uh, anyways, I walk outside and I'm like, oh, are you Robert? I'm like, oh, step out here. And next, there's like two guys, three guys. And then, like, I've got my dogs and I got a cat. Since I volunteered at a well, not volunteered community service at an animal shelter, so I got a cat, and so they're like all in my room, and they don't really get along together. But they were all in the room together because I was there, so they've been by themselves. Yeah. Uh, apparently, they kept asking me if I had touched uh, touched the wheelbarrow and stuff like that. The wheelbarrow. Uh, I kept saying, it's like, oh, it's like they have a wheelbarrow, because, you know, that's really, that's really fun packing. Uh, that's what Javier told me. And uh, I was like, oh, Javier, did you know they have a wheelbarrow? I'm like, oh, I don't know. I imagine he'd have a wheelbarrow. So like, isn't that something you remember? Like, Why what the fuck would I remember if he had a wheelbarrow? And he's like, oh, so, so then if you don't remember, then you wouldn't have touched it, right? Before I can't say I can never touch the wheelbarrow. You know, I don't. I don't physically remember every single thing I've touched in my life. I'm saying like what I had said earlier. Yeah, I'm fucking sorry. You get a halo right? Yeah. So uh, I'm being heroic the first day, and so then, and then like I waited a day and was just playing multiplayer. So uh, and then the third day I began legendary. Uh, did you get all the schools? Actually, I haven't even. I wasn't even looking. I didn't find any around. I don't know. I got everything. Two achievements away from getting all all the achievements. Yeah, because I don't have Xbox Live, so I don't have anything. I've only got a couple of the, uh, 
because you, you get free Xbox Live for three days. Oh, with the thing. With it. So I was playing for a while, and I got up to um, I had Starfinder or something. I don't know. I got the second, the second one that you get achievement. I cut things off at this point because no one wants to listen to two teenagers talking about video games for twenty minutes. But the full transcript is up on our website if you want to read it. So with that, thank you all for listening to this very long interview. I hope you learned something, and I'm really looking forward to hearing your thoughts about it in this week's Friday Follow-Up. NBI Studios production and is distributed by Wondery. Edited by Mike Bussing and sound engineered by Shane Yoder. All music for the show was created, composed, and scored by PutThemInASong.com, who also mixed and mastered this episode. All of our fonts across all of our logos and banners were created by Tate Krupa of Red Swan Graphic Design, and you can find more of Tate's work on Etsy. Thank you to Katie Ross of CreatedInTandem.com for designing, creating, managing, and maintaining our website, TruthAndJusticePod.com where you can view all photos and documents discussed in every episode. And a big thank you to our transcription team, Pamela Westby, Kathy McElhaney, Kay Woodyomnik, Ginger Viola, Erica Cantor, Danielle Rohr, Jennifer Ford, Courtney Wimberly, and Melissa Cardenas. And as always, thank you to all of you for all of your engagement and support. If you like the show and you'd like to support us, you can do so in several ways. To financially support the show, the best thing you can do is just go to patreon.com slash truthandjustice. You'll not only be supporting the show, but you'll get something in return. On Patreon, you can pledge as little as $3 a month, and we have reward levels. For just $5 a month, you get access to ad-free versions of all of our episodes and behind-the-scenes bonus video content every week. Then other reward levels include t-shirts, hats, and even the opportunity to co-host one of our Friday follow-up episodes. Just go to patreon.com slash truthandjustice. You can also do us a huge favor by going to iTunes and leaving us a five-star rating and review. And lastly, you can always support us by supporting the brands that sponsor this program. If you have a new case you'd like us to consider for future seasons, you can submit your cases on our website, truthandjusticepod.com. Just click on the case submission button and fill out the form. And the most important thing that you can do is to engage in our investigations. You can keep in touch with us through our email at theories at truthandjusticepod.com. You can like our Facebook page or join in on the conversation on the Truth and Justice Podcast fans page on Facebook. For all you tweeters out there, you can connect with us on Twitter at Truth and Justice Pod. And I can be found personally on all forms of social media at Bob Ruff Truth. And don't forget that we always have our 24-7 voicemail line open for questions, comments, or tips on our cases. That phone number is 269-224-2833. However you do it, stay engaged, stay in touch. But as for now, I'm signing off. I'm Bob Ruff, and this has been Truth and Justice. Thank you.